Episode 39 of the Bentley and Manawa Variety Show on Pro Wrestling's BFF Nick Manawa joined always by... I forgot who I am. It's been so long since we've done this. You're not a... I'm a professional wrestler known as Reed Bentley, I think. I'm not really a wrestler anymore, but... Reed Barbecue Bentley. And we have not done a podcast since August 3rd, 2016. Yeah, what's that been, like eight months? Something like that. It's been a while. A lot of things have happened in the time that we have not been podcasting. Uh, I've moved. Uh, My kid had a birthday. Um, There's... I don't know what else. We've done something. I also moved. Um, a lot has happened more here in the year of 2017. The end of 2016 was, uh, you know, kind of doldrum. Uh, but 2017 has been an okay year so far. I mean, it's not really like anything changed other than the number. But, uh, no, it's, it's not been too bad. Uh, you came up this weekend to work uh, the barbecue gig. Yep. Uh for Thunder Over Louisville, so I guess tell them how that went and how you hooked up with uh, Mike once again. Yeah, I uh, decided to come into town for Thunder. Uh, Thunder Over Louisville, in case anyone listening doesn't know, um, since most of the locals are going to know, uh, is the largest fireworks celebration or largest firework display, uh, I should say, in the entire world. Uh, it's the kickoff to Derby Week, uh, which is Kentucky Derby Festival. Yeah, it's uh, the two weeks leading up to the Derby, which is you know the Kentucky Derby is world renowned, you know the most famous, most well known. Usually, um, from what I've heard, from what I've read, no more, uh, no other sporting event has more money put down betting wise than the Kentucky Derby around the entire world. So, you know, not the Super Bowl, the World Series. There's more uh, – there are more bets placed for the Kentucky Derby. Think about how much money like, uh, the, the trainers and all that shit, like, put into their horses, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's uh, there's so much that goes into it. And it's such a, a world um, – like a worldly sport. You know, horse racing is Chewable vitamins, man. I was trying to get through this spiel before I... I'm playing Wheel of Fortune while we podcast right now. Um, Just murdering people. Um, I played that for like two weeks and then I got bored because it was like the stupidest like common name or whatever. Yeah. It would be like the most random like not common... onion soup a minute ago, which (laughs) I mean like French onion soup I could buy. Right. Um... The one on the Wii was a lot better. Like, the original Wii had a really, really good Wheel of Fortune. When I was a kid, my cousin had it on, like, his old-ass, like, Macintosh computer. Yeah. Uh, And that's in, like, the Internet Archive. You can, like, play the Wheel of Fortune on the Internet Archive. Because they, you know, they dropped all those, like, games or whatever a couple years ago. I think there's also, uh, I want to say I had it for... Original NES, yeah, I think it's, I think you're just right. fucking unbearable, right. though. so monotonous to play. But anyway, you know, horse racing is a <laughs> lot more worldly than Wheel of Fortune right. for sure. 
Uh, you know, that's something that has been around way longer than most other modern sports and is uh, a little bit more universal than like, you know, American football or something like that. So American football, the sport, not American football, the 90s emo band. Are they 90s? Yeah. I mean, they came back. They like, okay. Yeah, they didn't do shit for a long time. And then, like, there was, you know, all these fucking hipsters in their vibe. Oh, modern baseball is who I was thinking about. But you're talking about American football. Football, modern modern baseball, who, from what I've heard, have uh, obviously they love American football because they're like fat emo kids from the East Coast, or one of them is. He's kind of fat. He's not really fat anymore. And the one that looks like the boy. Yeah, well, anyone who's fat looks like the boy, but yeah, that that one specifically. So you came into town, you hit up Mike and was like, hey man, I'm going to be in town, do you need anybody to work? And he was like, yo, we're doing this, uh, we're doing, we're doing this uh, crawfish boil. Yeah, I just decided I wanted to come to town and um, be here for Thunder because it's always fun, there's all kinds of stuff going on, there's the chow wagon um, there's, you know, carny rides and unhealthy food and, bunch of uh, booze. yeah, a bunch of booze and overpriced glow sticks and kids running around hitting each other with, uh, like $2 knockoff lightsabers. Like it's a good time for, there's usually a bomb threat or threat <laughs> of gang violence. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into, um, you know, what makes it a fun event. Um, I hit my former boss up and, uh, who runs a catering and event planning and all kinds of different stuff company does a lot of uh, works with the steamboats and the university of Louisville has all kinds of different contracts. So I knew he'd have something going on. Um, and he said, yeah, of course, man, love to have you come in. Um, they were running three different events, I believe. So we were working both steamboats on the, on the river. So they stay docked during the day of thunder. Um, they don't actually sail. You have to get tickets way ahead of time because it always sells out. So you pay to come on, you have fully catered hors d'oeuvres, meal, dessert throughout the day staggered. You get to stay on the boat. So you have a front cause they shoot them off the second street bridge, um, you know, and on the other side of the river. So there's no, really no better spot to be right. than, on the river boat. Um, so you have a front row seat, good catered food, all that. Um, and we decided to do, um, just kind of to go with the steamboat theme, a low country boil. So there was a crawfish boil, um, corn, sausage, potatoes, um, the whole nine yards, you know? So we were putting Joe's crab shack, which is like, you know, in visual distance of the steamboats, just to shame, just destroying them with our, our crawfish and corn and sausage and all that. Um, people were actually really upset because we were we set up outside, so everything was cooked fresh there on site, and then we you know take it to the two boats, um, and we had to set up on the wharf under a tent, um, but we had it set up to where we had a barricade to where we didn't completely block stuff off and people didn't have to go around; they could just kind of walk through our area. Um, so everyone was coming by asking how much, when it would be ready. We probably could have sold, you know, $20,000 in crawfish. We could have just bagged up crawfish, corn, and potatoes and sold it for $20 a plastic bag. And people would have. So next, so next year, Mike definitely needs to buy more. Yeah. Well, he had enough. We bought, he had, he bought 250 pounds of crawfish. Oh my God. And we used. I, more than I weigh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I, I want to say maybe. A hundred pounds of it is, is oh, all that was used. Over? 
No, oh, just a hundred oh, pounds was used. Oh, okay. Um, just because he, he he always would obviously love to overestimate in something right. like that, and it's a little bit of a culture shock for people up here. Right, right. Um, you know, it was all flown in straight from Louisiana. They're flown in live. You know, they get sprayed with um, a chemical that puts them to sleep, basically. Right. Um, and then you bring them up here, take them out, put them on ice. And, you know, that's when they start to kind of wake up and move. And people were coming by and taking pictures with them. We let people take them. And some people threw them back in the river, you know, released them back into the like. What? Yeah, I mean, we told them, we're like, we've got 250 pounds. Take one and throw it back in the river. Put it back in its home if you want to. We won't kill that one. You know. Um, Do they... Are they, I guess they do live in rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. But not, uh, not up here, though. So they probably just, like, died. No, no. I mean, they're warm water creatures. Oh, okay. Like, they're just, like, river. They're they're like the catfish of shellfish. Oh, that okay. they're, They live in mud. You can literally stop on the side of the road and get them out of ditches. Like, they just right, live right. in mud and right. nasty runoff water. Yeah. Um, so, so the Ohio River, especially in, in Kentucky. Yeah, the Ohio River is perfect. Uh, it was kind of crazy because some of them were uh, like miniature lobster size. Like some, like a lot of most of them were normal, but we had some like genetic freaks, some oh, yeah. big papa pumps of the crawfish world. Badass. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, it, it was good times. Food was great. We knocked it out of the park. Killed. Both events, everybody was really happy with it. We also had, um, like pot roast and chicken and stuff because not everybody's gonna right, want crawfish. Because, right, right. like I said, I've, it's, never, it's, I've it's, never had crawfish, yeah. It's it's a little bit of a culture shock to people up here. Um, so and we had a lot of people actually because so many people travel and come to this. We had people who were uh from Louisiana and stuff who were you know marking out for it. Um, right. and he actually, since he had so much left over, he sold. Um, I had a guy stop by. And tell me that his friend was running the Jay Gumbo truck. And I was like, yo, why don't you talk to him? See if he would uh, like to purchase this, you know, because just right, want right. to make his money back. So, you know, we sold 100 pounds of crawfish to Dang. the truck across the way. Then took the rest of it, went ahead and boiled it off, bagged it up, and um, gave out business cards to tons of people. And a bunch of people came by the shop yesterday, said, and just bought the bags of it. So he sold, you know, everything that was oh, left okay. over. We told all of them, like, look, we can't do it here. We don't have a vendor's license. We're just catering. So stop by the shop tomorrow, and you can pick up, you know, your $4 a pound of crawfish, you know. Nice. So it was an overall good event. And there was something running over. We had one dude um, who was running back and forth from the wharf to the Galt House. So if you know Louisville, pretty pretty close you know downtown's not very huge you can see the yum center and the galt house and all that there was an event on top of the galt house with the entire kentucky derby festival commission so like the whole committee was there um the governor um piece of shit matt bevan the governor (laughs) um and uh what's his name greg fisher the mayor so, uh, mayor's pretty cool. Uh, Kentucky governor, though, sucks. If you ever listen to our podcast, I don't like you or your policies. Um, we did I talk hope- about him on a previous podcast did, yeah. when uh, they were trying to get WWE back in town, which they yeah. have done since we last talked about it. Right. There's been a, a TV, a WWE live TV event. Uh, they had SmackDown here last week. Yep. So, uh we probably didn't cause that, but I'm going to act like we... Uh... I'm pretty sure we heavily influenced it. I mean, we reach a lot of people with our bi-yearly podcast. <laughs> right. Um, a cue for the Flying Hawaiian, yeah. uh, Brian Vincent of the Back Row Hecklers. Yeah. Uh, 
it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dave praise that because he'll listen to ours. Yep. Uh, that's it. I mean, I, that's you know that's good enough for me. If right. Dave Prezak will listen, and not totally slaughter us for for how uh, stupid we are. Because <laughs> uh, Dave Prezak once when I was. Uh, I want to say maybe like 13 years old, I was at a Ring of Honor show and I was getting autographs off because that's what you do when you're a kid, you know, like even though as an adult, like I'm not the kind of person to go to a, a con or anything like that and pay for autographs now. I don't know, like money's too, money's too tight as an adult, but uh, right. I was, go- not that I had to pay him for his autograph, but I was right, going right. around and having everyone sign my program and he was talking to, I believe at the time it was him and Lenny Leonard, maybe. Um and I went up to him and like interrupted their conversation to ask for an autograph. And if looks could kill, uh, Dave Prezak and his spiffy black velvet suit would have murdered me right there on the spot in whatever town, Indianapolis, Dayton, uh, wherever it was at that I was watching Ring of Honor. He just, if looks could kill, just well, the fact that I came up and bothered him. Well, and- <laughs> uh, I think it was Alex Daniels from AIW posted a thing that. Uh, like as a pro wrestler, you get people, you get little kids that come up to you with a pen and paper and just shove it in your face. Right. Don't say please or uh, excuse me. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but can I have an autograph? Yeah, right. That was I was super polite, right, I, right. and I waited. Like they talked for a couple of minutes, and I was like, "Hey, uh, by the way," because I I've always been I always like the behind the scenes aspect of wrestling almost as much as that or as much as the actual wrestling, even when I was younger, you know. Right. So I was. Uh, I was marking out just as much to meet Dave Prezak as I was to have just watched Brian Danielson wrestle. Right. This is so cool. You know, he's narrated the bulk of the wrestling matches that I've watched in the last 10 years, whether it was IWA right. or, or Ring of Honor. So, And then, you know, he looked at me like I was... Did he sign your trying. autograph? He did. <laughs> he, he did sign it. Um, so, you know, it, it had a good story. It was better than getting snubbed by Homicide at a TNA house show when I was uh, young, so... He doesn't know it. When we met, I was going to tell him that story. Homicide? Yeah, I was going to tell him about how he had uh, snubbed me for an autograph, and we've had heat for like 15 <laughs> years, and he didn't know it. He probably would have stabbed you. <laughs> yeah, that was... He would have pulled a fork out of yeah. his knee pad and stabbed you. Yeah. He, uh, homicide, really nice guy, though. Like, really, really nice human right. being, you know, uh, when he's not beating the shit out of you right. in a wrestling ring. One time at an IWA Mid-South show, I was looking for B-Boy, and uh, I went, uh, went in the concession stand, and I said, Hey, Benny, uh, what song do you want to come out to? And he turned around. It was not Benny. It was Homicide. <laughs> it was homicide. And I said, Oh, sorry, and ran away from him. <laughs> Didn't even let him get a word out. Uh, See the the key to you telling that story um, is the run. Is, is that what no no the key to that story is not revealing who it actually was in the beginning. I watched an episode of Modern Family the other day where oh, okay um, where uh, I can't ever remember character names, but uh, fucking Al Bundy was making fun of uh, his wife Sophia Vergara for. Uh, not being able to tell stories properly right. because she immediately starts the story with. So um, I thought I saw Julia Roberts and right. he's like the right, it's over. The story's over right. right there. I'm immediately not interested. I know it's not Julia Roberts. Right. You've, there's no storytelling. <laughs> uh, but they all, they, 
I, the reason I thought it was them is because they were both wearing the headband or the the bandanas, yeah, and the sleeveless shirts, you and know, the baggy shorts, and you know yeah. they look they look alike from behind, but yeah. it was not homicide. I don't I don't think I have any uh, other homicide stories. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't I don't. So uh, yesterday we went to Michael Lennings, yeah, which is a seafood place here in Kentucky on Cane Run Road, Ichiban Drunk. If you're ever in uh, ever in uh, Kentucky and Louisville. Uh, it's a little bit off the beaten path. It's you know it's not like uh, it's not close to the interstate or downtown or anything. Right. You, you know, gotta you, travel. Yeah, it's out in the south end. I mean, it's not super far. You, it's you have port area. It's about fifteen minutes from. You have town. to make a town to get to Michael Lennings. Yeah, <laughs> you have and, to really, really go out of your way to get to it, but it's worth it. Uh, a seafood place. We got giant uh, plates of fish with fries and coleslaw. And we spent potato salad and hush puppies and onion rings, macaroni and sweet tea. And they had the nugget ice, which is the best ice. Yep. Uh, they have very, very good um, world renowned tartar sauce. Mike Lennox famous tartar sauce. Yes. Uh, and it was pretty good. And yeah, really, it's the best place, like I said on Snapchat, the best place you can get seafood where you can't see the ocean. Right. Uh, I hadn't had it in like. Probably twelve years. Yeah, I it had, had been it in a couple of years. It had been a while for me. Jess had never had it, and Jess isn't a big seafood person, but she likes fried fish. Yeah. Uh, so she was like, "Man, this is so good!" And it's just like the white fish is so like pure tasting and yep. like fresh. Uh, I don't know where they get it from or what, but right, uh, it was so good. We almost because myself and Manawa are really big on. Um, samplers yes and they had a seafood sampler or seafood order whatever it was they called it was some really odd name but it was basically a sampler Uh, but we looked at it and i made the decision that if we got that it wouldn't be enough because i needed all of that food (laughs) right um it was like two pieces of salmon two pieces of white fish couple of shrimp uh, four or five spicy fish nuggets, four or five regular fish nuggets, crab cakes, crab cakes, um, scallops, frog legs. Right. I would um, not eat an oyster, like the whole nine yards. I would know? not have eaten the frog leg. I would probably would have tried the frog's legs, but I probably They're good. frog le- frog legs. You probably I, wouldn't have liked the oyster. Oysters I, I are definitely would acquired. Taste. I definitely wouldn't have tried that oyster. It looks like snot every time I see someone eating them. Uh, you know what's really good? My mom usually makes uh, for Thanksgiving is uh, she'll make like regular stuffing, oyster stuffing, but she'll also make oyster stuffing. Yeah. I don't know how that became a thing. Like I don't know how that, especially. In this region, like I don't know how yeah. that became a thing people made for Thanksgiving, but yeah, oyster stuffing is the yeah, tip. I've heard of that. I've never, uh, never had it. You know what? We've done really good so far. We're 18 minutes in, and we haven't, we haven't been cursing. Yeah, we've been doing right. pretty good. This has been like I had to stop myself a couple of times, but we've been doing pretty. Uh, so as we sit here at 9:45 in the morning, uh, Junior is watching Daniel Tiger. Being yeah. super quiet. Yeah, he's being really good. Um, uh, when I did uh, Dog Days with Carrie Awful, yeah. I pretty much did the same thing. At the yeah. old place, I just put him in his chair. He watched Carrie Awful. I let uh, Carrie Awful. He watched Daniel Tiger. Yeah, I watched Carrie Awful. <laughs> yeah, fucking Suspicious sketchy motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> there goes the cursing out the window. Uh, oh, he he's, heard us uh, talking about us. He's talk- done a lot better than the cat usually does. Usually, right. Owen is more of a background noise and distraction. Right. Than, uh, than you you gotta you gotta know in a, in podcasts you gotta know how to get rid of the background noise. Right. Uh, which some. 
I I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I'll read uh, I'll read my podcast list down because people you don't listen to a lot of amateur podcasts. Am, amateur podcasts or yeah. like blog talk radio or anything like that. I hate blog talk radio. Yeah, I hate blog talk radio. Uh, here, here do we have? Uh, if you haven't listened to S Town Shit Town on iTunes, it's really good by the people of Serial and. Uh, this uh, American Life or Amer- American Life or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, Dinner with the King, Jerry Lawler's podcast. I have not listened to the new uh, Andy Kaufman episode or finished the Undertaker episode, but those are usually 30, 45 minutes long, so super easy listen. Um, he did an interview with uh, at WrestleCon with the Rock and Roll Express, which was 50 minutes. He did a he did a podcast about Vince McMahon being a heel in Memphis, which was like an hour long. Something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard. That's another regular listen. I don't listen to every episode, but uh, fairly regular. I heard the Kings is, is pretty pretty decent. The, the first episode, they were trying to do it where it had like some ambiance, and they were like in his restaurant, and they mm-hmm. wasn't cutting out all the background noise, uh, okay. and there was like a ringing phone and stuff, and people were like, yeah, we know what you're going for, but like that but sounds like shit. shit, so stop doing it. Yeah. Uh, Between the Sheets, Chris Zellner and David Bixen's fan, that's a regular listen for me. Uh, I do skip around, I don't listen to all the uh, like overseas, like Japanese news and stuff like yeah, that, because yeah. because like ninety five Japanese, I don't know anything anyway, so like I don't really need to learn anything. And I, I already watch enough wrestling, so I can't be like adding like right <laughs> adding like thirty year old matches. <laughs> uh, the art of wrestling, which is a usual listen, depending on who the guest is. I started Caprice Coleman's uh, episode. In the shower. I'm a big shower podcast listener. Yeah. I will put my phone in a Ziploc bag because I don't have a Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I've got one of the Bluetooth speakers. I don't have a Bluetooth yeah. speaker, so I'll just put it in a Ziploc bag. And uh, at the old place, I used to put it in uh, the cup that we use for the baby's hair. Yeah. And I would hang it amplify on. It. Yeah, and, and to amplify it. And I would hang it on the shower door. Uh, we have a shower caddy here, so I just stick it in. Uh, the card is going to change, which is AIW's podcast. Uh, sending much love to Chandler Biggins, hoping everything turns out okay uh, for him. And then, obviously, our own podcast network, uh, the PDKU podcast, Back Row Hecklers, uh, Money Talks, when Matt Cage feels like recording it. Uh, that's pretty much the punk rock and wrestling show when Rex and uh, I believe his name is Dave. Yep. Uh, records one. Uh, you know, definitely listen to other podcasts uh, yeah, on the, the network. The people on our network do a lot more than we actually do. Right. So, I mean, there's They're a doing <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, Big B was like, hey, you know, I'm going to cut back and start doing like two a month for this podcast, two a month for this podcast, uh, bring in this other guy to do a podcast, yada, yada. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, man. I need to start doing more. So right. maybe in uh, maybe here soon we will have. Uh, additional podcasts from both myself and Reed Bentley. Yeah, because you know, classic us. We've got tons of ideas. We've tons of things we would like to do, but the willpower to do them is right. where we usually. If anyone has any spare motivation out there, yeah, that they could like any, give any willpower whatsoever, right. it would be great. Like it's just so nice. It's to, just so great to not do. It's things. so nice to lay on the couch and be like, you know what, I could do all this stuff. You know what I'm going to do? Not Absolutely. this stuff. Or to actually, my favorite, um, 
I think it's John Mulaney tells a joke about canceling yes. plans is like heroin. Right. Um, and it really is. Like whether it's plans to go out, plans to get up and do something. I like to wake up really, really early on my off days and write out a list of things I'm going to do. And then slowly and sporadically do absolutely none of them throughout the day. So that way at the end of the day, I know exactly I have an itemized list of all the things I didn't accomplish. Right. Uh, I usually Jess B's niece will be like, yo, here's these chores I need you to do while I'm at work. And I'll be like, okay, cool. So like I'll text her and be like, I'm doing this, 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 and this, anything else. And she'll be like, oh, you can do this or you can do that. And I was like, all right, cool. And like the other day it was like, one o'clock and I hadn't done anything. Right, of course. And and she was like, See, like, if it was me, I would just do everything and get it over with and then you can just chill. And I was like, Yeah, but I could just chill and then like do it all in the last hour before you get home from right. work and I can just chill the rest the, you know, the whole the whole exactly. day. And she was like, That doesn't make any sense and I was like, Yeah, as long as it gets done, what's the matter? Right. And Whether she, it's eight AM or eight PM, right. you know? Uh yeah, just bees and he's still selling cars, so if you need a car in the Louisville, Indiana area, uh, let her know. She could use the money. <laughs> we could use the money. Yeah. Uh, if you would just like to send me money, <laughs> I'm not going to sell you a car or anything. But Right. Uh, PayPal.me slash Nick Manuel if you want to just donate to my uh, GoFundMyself uh, account. GoFundMyself. <laughs> uh if you haven't seen all my social media, you can go to fullygimmick.com slash nick dash manoa, I believe the the link is, to purchase shirts that I have because I did not have those last time we talked uh, on this podcast. So I have a Pro Wrestling's BFF shirt and I have a Papa Manoa approved shirt. Uh, and you can also go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Reed Bentley and get all his old shirts too. Yep. There's, uh, I mean, I've got new ones. But I just haven't uh, bothered to upload any of them. I have one that was actually just a fan-made design uh, that he made for himself uh, and then sent to me, and people actually really liked it when they saw him wearing it. So. Oh, the pink one? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep, so I'll probably put all those up sometime before the year is out, um, if that gives you guys a broad enough timeline. Uh, considering the people listening to this podcast, the ones that actually go out of their way to listen to it are probably the only people that will go out of their way to buy my merchandise. Right. Mine uh, too. But yeah, so that was pretty much our weekend. Um, the thunder was pretty great going back a little bit. You know, like I said, it's the largest uh, fireworks display in the entire world. Um, oh, you know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about PRP's ice cream shop. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll double back around to that because... I was fortunate enough, uh, myself, uh, the guy who runs the company, um, which is my buddy and his girlfriend, a couple other people, um, Julie uh, is her name, who kind of manages things at one of the boats, came and grabbed us. And she was like, here, come here. And, you know, pointed at Mike. She's like, no, all of you. And we were like, oh, and fireworks had already started at this point. Like, we forgot to clean something up. Something got broke. Somebody got food poisoning. wretched on the side of the boat, right? It's something, you know. Um, we follow her. She opens up a door. She took us up into the captain's quarters. Um, so we got to go all the way to the very top of the boat, to the roof, um, like where the wheelhouse is and stuff, uh, and watch the fireworks from there. And it's oh, like nice. it's like a 30-minute display. So, I mean, we were right. only five minutes in when she came and grabbed us. So we spent, you know, the better part of a half hour 
um, just chilling on top of the boat. Um, and she, she was like, hey, stay away from the edges. Cause on the top, there's no railing whatsoever. It's just flat roof. Oh, you could shit. just walk right off into, uh, and we were all feeling good by the, <laughs> the time that that came around. You know, there was like four or five other people up there. Um, so we got to watch the entire bulk of the, the fireworks from the top of the boat. Got some really, really good pictures and video and just had a really good time drinking bourbon and ginger. So it was a, it was a good old fashioned down home Kentucky time. And then, yeah, we went to Michael Lennox yesterday. Yes. And afterwards. As we were going to Michael Lennox. Yeah, as we were going there. <laughs> it's actually Mike Lennox, yeah. but you just say it all together. It's like Louisville. You just yeah. say it all together. Mike Lennox, yeah. Uh as we were going to Michael Innings, we saw that there's an ice cream shop, n- probably what five miles from our house, if yeah, that. It's basically like halfway between you right. know, your house and Michael Innings, which is and, isn't very and far. we were talking about getting ice cream at another place mm-hmm. uh, afterwards, and then we spotted that, and it was like God and Jesus came down from the heavens above, yeah, and shined a light on this Both little. Of them little uh corner ice cream shop and the prices are really good uh you have to have a five dollar purchase if you want to use your debit card card, uh but everything tasted great everything tasted fresh i got a peanut butter chocolate milkshake which was excellent uh you got a quotation pumpkin (laughs) yeah i had to ask because there was the you know the entire menu typed out posted and then written in in orange marker, of course, was pumpkin, but in quotation marks. So I had to ask the, you know, the lovely young lady at the the window. I said, I do have a question before I order. I see this says pumpkin, but it's pumpkin in quotation marks, like pumpkin. So it, is it actually pumpkin, or is it you're telling me it's pumpkin and then you know it's uh, like baby food and carrots, a- acorn squash. Yeah, it's acorn squash, or it's you know. And she said, no, no, it's pumpkin. I'm not sure why they wrote it that way. It's, you know, like pumpkin pie filling and cinnamon. Like, okay, I was just checking. I didn't want to, you know, go to slurp on it, and it's carrot-flavored baby food. So, <laughs> uh, Jess Beeson, he's got a dip cone. Yep. And Baby Manuel got a baby cup of the chocolate Twist. vanilla swirl. But they also had, I don't know if you saw it on the, uh, on the list, they had... Uh, orange vanilla swirl, chocolate vanilla swirl, yeah. banana and strawberry swirl. Oh, stra- stra- see, I didn't see all those. Strawberry and uh, chocolate swirl. I almost so, did get dreamsicle because that's usually a go-to for yeah. me. Like when we go to Dairy Dale, you yeah. get the I almost got the dreamsicle the as well. Did you see that they have the new Little Debbie's uh, orange cream dreamsicle cupcakes? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That sounds great. If you want to check out... Uh, Former Ring of Honor star and TPI star Eric Stevens. Yep. Uh, I just found his food reviews on the internet. Yep. Uh, he is powered by ice cream on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you See, can I find knew it. He was in shape and like really, really right. skinny. Well, he, now and yeah. Doing well, he got he got like after he like stopped wrestling, he got super skinny. Like, uh, yeah. dude from the jacket or whatever that movie is. Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe so. Or maybe I'm thinking of Christian Bale in some in that one movie. Oh, the Machinist. The Machinist. Yeah. Someone was like, he looks like Christian Bale, but he's super. Podcast. He's super uh, in shape now. Yeah, like he was like, <laughs> like super featherweight division of the right, right. Um, the fitness competitions. Like, right. dude was crazy lean. I mean, he's still in really good shape now, but he's at least you know eating ice cream. 
That's that's the life right there. Yeah, honestly, being really skinny and able to eat ice cream, uh, not having to yell choo choo anymore. That just became a thing, I think, from TPI. (laughs) (laughs) He just did it randomly and it became a thing for the rest. You heard Baby Manuel over there rocking. He's nuts now. Now he really, he's he's, He's like, he loves Eric Stevens. Right, he's a big fan. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Big fan of the Doctor Bomb. Right. Who, uh, Drake Parnell has a pretty nice uh, Doctor Bomb. Yeah. Nowadays. Uh, I'm trying to think of different stuff that has happened. Obviously, a lot has happened, and we will go over uh, stuff like that. Yeah, but... we'll do more of like a, a whole review. We can just hit the highlights, you know. Right. We'll just fall back right into it. This is pretty much just our normal, hey, this is what we did for the last week, you know, if anyone fucking cares. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had anything uh, exceptionally good, because Ichiban Drunk always liked uh, our food reviews yeah. on here. Most people seem to always like our random tidbits we throw in, like our movie or music or food recommendations or random things like that. So, uh, uh, I went to uh, Florida a few weeks ago for um, not WrestleMania. For not Wrestle, I went the week after WrestleMania to Tampa um, for my uh, my best friend from high school's uh, wedding. Sorry, I had to yawn right there, right in the middle of all that. Um, he has been, it was just horrible and terrible and awful. And I mean horrible and terrible and awful in the sense of how great and wonderful it was because he has uh, been in love with the same girl since uh, we were in high school. They have been together the entire time. They've been together like nine years at this point. And now they're finally getting married, which everyone's been waiting for, you know. It was a great wedding. It was outdoors. We were uh, in the Ebor Square, so we were right down the road from uh, one of FIP's usual. The Orpheum. Um, yeah, right down from the Orpheum. Um, <laughs> it was kind of funny because I didn't realize this, but apparently Florida is like the East Coast Mecca for Scientologists. Is that right? I had no idea, but we were the square, the outdoor Ebor Square that we had the the ceremony at. Went upstairs to a event place for the reception. Like one of the buildings on the other side of the square was a Church of Scientology. Oh shit! Yeah, not just you know there were a lot of Scientologists. The actual church itself. It was it was so odd to me. Um, I just have never. I've never been around that many of them at once. Um, and it's just, if you've watched that show with uh, Leah Remini yeah. uh, from uh, King of Queens, I mean, they're just, you know, like psychopaths. They're like reptilian people, you know, like you, right. they, you can just tell when they walk past. It's like Jehovah's Witness on crack. Like they're just so like blank faced and they just seem like drones, like robots. Like they're, it's frightening. They're like half humans. Speaking of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, yeah. I, before we move to this new place, we live in an apartment building now, so I don't think we're going to get people coming to our door. Right. Uh, but before we moved, when we were still in Brookline over there, uh, yeah, I give out my old address. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, don't live there no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a knock at the door, and they started going through their spiel. And I was coming off having the flu. Yeah. And I covered my mouth and said, uh, 
yeah, I have the flu right now. I'm not even sure if I should be talking to you through the screen. <laughs> and they basically ran off the porch. <laughs> so if you ever want to ditch someone at the door, yeah. just say you have the flu and they will fucking run off the porch. I wasn't aware that uh, Jehovah's Witnesses had like lowered immune systems. <laughs> right. They were very afraid right. of getting sick. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, so we, me and Jess did the move. The The one thing we didn't do was we didn't pack before we moved. Yeah. So we had to pack all that day. Yeah. And that's what sucked. But we did hire movers, which was just two dudes. Uh, God, what was the dude's name? What the one dude's the dude's name was Roscoe, and he had a that's, and he had a bucket hat on. That's awesome. And I immediately fell in love with this guy. Yeah. He said, "I said, what's your name, man?" He said, "Roscoe." I said, "Roscoe, huh? That's pretty fucking cool." <laughs> uh, and he ended up taking like we had because it was also junk day, yeah. and uh, what junk day is, I don't know if everyone has it, but junk day is just you put out all the shit that you don't want at the street and a garbage truck comes and picks it all up right like normally you know there's restrictions on what you right. can and can't put out or put in your cans i don't know how other like mildly large sized cities are but we get like one a month or one every two months yeah it's like one like we get like four a four year. a year oh, was it four okay. yeah uh but you have like the whole weekend to put it out and they pick it up that monday yep. so we like had some like old baby stuff out that we didn't want like this little like trampoline thing where your baby holds on to it which junior never got the hang of he just never understood like hey i can jump really high on this right and roscoe took it for his kid there's like some other stuff that he took yeah. and he was like what are you y'all his kids not developmentally challenged right Go figure it out <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh he was like, what are y'all doing with all this stuff? I was like, oh, it's just garbage, man. Like the, He's like, what? I was like, take it. We don't fucking care. Right. Like, Put it in the... And and uh, that week, uh, Ian Rotten was obviously at WrestleMania. Yeah. And we had a show that Friday in Memphis, Indiana. And to save John Wayne Murdoch some stress, I actually I asked permission from Just Bees Knees to go to the show. So, like, Big B picked me up at, like... 5 30 to go to the show and they had had they had almost everything in the truck uh loaded up and then they were going to come here and unload it and uh thankfully we had those movers right to do all that so jess could just chill and so you could go and make sure the building didn't burn down right and the building was perfectly fine pretty decent show i forget the show name because they all run together nowadays but uh but yeah uh what else? What how? Ha- what else has happened? Um, I think as far as big monumental life changes, I mean, I mean, people know what's going on with you because you're always, you know, yeah, on the internet. Um, I don't. I've kind of been radio silent for the last couple of years. Honestly, <laughs> I haven't really been uh, super uh, internet active. I don't know. I just don't have the the urge as far as. I mean, I, I lurk. I, I look at a lot of things on social media. I just don't care to tell people what's going on in my life uh, at this point. So, but I think that's pretty much covers it. Uh, uh, this weekend's probably the best weekend I've had in a few months. So, we picked a good one to cover. I feel like there was fried fish, there were fireworks, right? There was crawfish. You know, all I like seafood. So it's been a you know a good weekend, pretty much. Uh, Netflix. What have we been watching? Um, I yeah, we'll have or Hulu even. or whatever else there is. I I, I finished. We talked about it before, but I I finally watched ATL 
or not ATL, uh, Atlanta. Okay. Um, a few months ago. Um, really good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, like Donald Glover's the man. Like, killed it for so sure. So funny. Um, I've been really into Designated Survivor, um, which was it's a uh, ABC um, where. Kiefer Sutherland of 24 and uh, Lost Boys fame is the last person left alive. There's an attack on the government. Everyone is at the Capitol for the State of the Union address. He is the, which is a real thing, the designated survivor, the one person who doesn't go to keep chain of government alive. Uh, everyone dies. The whole place is blown up. Literally everyone in the government's dead. Um, and he become, he goes from being the lowest member of the cabinet like the secretary of like housing and urban development to being the president of the united states i'm really into like political dramas right. and stuff um really really great show i also like Kiefer sutherland um thought 24 was a pretty decent show and he's he's really shining like in this role i think he's the kind of person who i'm way more into television that he does than movies i'm into more right. character development stuff with him than a you know a two-hour film right. so Designated Survivor for sure. Atlanta, if you haven't seen it, I'm about halfway through the first season of Preacher because I watched the first episode and loved it, and then, like everything else, just never finished it because there's so many shows right. these days to keep up with. Um, and I, uh, I finished Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, I've heard uh, mixed things. Pretty decent show. Someone said it was glorifying uh, suicide, which I don't, I don't uh, agree with. It pretty much is like, hey, you definitely shouldn't kill yourself. Right. Uh, that's not a spoiler. I mean, the the synopsis on the on the first page of the episode guide right. on Netflix says that this girl kill, kills herself. So, uh, right. That's the whole basis. Of that's the, show, the basis. Is yeah. Thirteen reasons why she did it. Right. Uh, me and Bees Knees got through Girl Meets World, the yeah. newest season on Netflix. We, uh, what else did we watch? We watched Shark Tank every week. Just because, so we can see idiots not take deals and that I would that we would one hundred percent take right yeah without a doubt. Uh, what else do I I watch a lot of uh, just like YouTube stuff. So like right, I have a bunch of subscriptions to like random channels, uh, random food reviews and yeah uh, stuff like that. So the the Rob Dykes and people like yes that, Rob you know? Dyke and Kim Ken Domic and. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really on Dame Drops anymore. I think I unsubscribed to him. He got too like mainstream for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, you always see like someone's like super raw and like great, and then they uh, start getting sponsored and right. like companies like, are anti, actually like, sending them like with... Auntie Fee. Like she just passed away like a couple months ago. I don't think I've ever heard that name. Uh, she 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 was doing like the uh, the ramen soup. Uh, chicken oh the, the the old black the lady, old black lady yeah. yeah who was always yelling at her nephew yeah oh my god uh, yeah. like she was super raw and then like rachel ray and all these people came coming and she got like kind of toned down yeah but uh yeah she uh, ended up passing away like oh, a couple terrible. months ago she was super entertaining uh her making the fried chicken and right. the, what was the she made some kind of snack on one episode it's like a chocolate something yeah it was oh like a god. cinnamon roll or something like yeah. that. yeah <laughs> and he's agging her on. Her nephew's behind What's the camera. Tavis or something. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Tavis. Just agging her on the whole time. Yeah, that was, she is girl. I just couldn't remember that was her name. Right. 
Uh, I'm trying to think if there's other stuff that I'm like, oh, I have to watch this. But uh, I watched Freakish on Hulu, which mm-hmm. is about a. I've heard good things. Uh, which is about a uh, school that gets, or a town that gets like, I don't know, some weird chemical like in the town or something, yeah. and there's a bunch of kids in like detention or something, and you know it's crazy, crazy shit. Uh, More sci-fi. Yeah. What I watched as far as Hulu originals go, I've really, uh, I really feel like all the other streaming services have really stepped it up in the last couple of years to uh, compete with like the mainstream of Netflix, you know, because they had Orange is the New Black and House of Cards and all these like Netflix exclusive shows. Um, I like that Hulu is dropping everything all at once now right. too, rather than they tried to still be television at first and do weekly episodes or two there's or one there's one on hulu that's like they just do Still it every yeah weekly. i'm i'm much more a fan of the dropping it all at once like uh jeff i'm a big fan of jeffrey donovan um of burn notice and way way back in the day spin city fame if you guys remember spin <laughs> city um he's uh I, I enjoy his acting he's in a show called shut eye um which is uh his wife, him, they run a uh, like a fortune telling, like a psychic business out of their house. Um, and in this uh, story, I don't really know. I haven't looked that much into gypsies in the real world, but in the show, uh, they live in California and the entire area, Southern California. All the psychic and tarot card and mystic-y kind of stuff. All those businesses are controlled by a gypsy gang. Um, so they are, it's just like any kind of other organized crime type show, only the gang, like the family, uh, as opposed to being, you know, like a mob family is a family of gypsies, like real from the old country, still practicing, you know, like voodoo and, and crazy stuff, gypsies. Um, so it's very, you know, uh, very like crime thriller. Right. It, it's just, a, it, it has a different premise, you know, cause it's not something you're used to. You're seeing, um. Uh, stuff about gypsies and fortune telling and just like a different kind of crime family than what you would normally see and he's slowly trying to break away from them get his family away from him trying to find a score he can do on his own that he doesn't have to kick anything up to them and he hits his head in like the first or second episode and starts having these uh, he starts questioning his own abilities of am i actually psychic you know because it's just like pro wrestling it's right. all a big work you know like they've got the tables that move they've got the <laughs> you know the the whole thing there's uh it's 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 great you know it's really enjoyable um but yeah so check that out if you haven't it's i think i want to say 10 12 episodes really really good uh and the finale is a great cliffhanger to lead into the next season it, it's really action packed with uh all kinds of crazy stuff i'm trying to see if there's anything i watched uh probably the sickest i've ever been in my life uh a a few months ago and i was watching uh the second season of scream from mtv yeah and i was so sick and so like some of their characters look like i have no idea who the bad guy was or who they killed right uh no idea, right. but you just kind of ghosted through the whole. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, I believe we talked about the last season of Black Mirror. Uh, yeah. Last time we were talking. Yeah. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. I watch a lot of Daniel Tiger and Splash and <laughs> Bubbles. Right. Uh, ask me any Daniel Tiger episode uh, plot. I tell you the number. Yeah, and I, I will tell you what the finish of the show is. 
uh, Sesame Street, and uh, I'm trying to think, Harry the Bunny, goddamn, uh, Harry the Bunny, if you've never watched it and you have Hulu, look up Harry the Bunny and watch just one episode, and imagine watching that one episode 400 times, because yep. I've watched it 400 times, Didn't and there's, there's, only... there's only four episodes. <laughs> So I've seen them sixteen hundred times. I'm not sure what he's watching on KET right this now. This is Splash and Bubbles, but they they have the little cartoon and then they show the real life animal stuff. Yeah, but that's the, how I learned that uh, parrotfish poop out white sand. Oh, okay. That's why we have white sandy well, beaches. That giant fucking invertebrate arthropod, whatever the fuck it was, was frightening. It looked yeah. like it looked like a a bed bug or a tick, right. but it was the size of this kid's head. I had to eat that. Crab leg, though. Yeah, that crab. I'd eat it live. I would go with the boy and uh, Mike, from Mike from VA and get a $45 all-you-can-eat crab. $45 each? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like $45 and you got to bring a group. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be nice. That'd be way more than that. I'm about to probably still pay $45. Right. I definitely me. would. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much for me. I, I, stuff I'm waiting to come back on. I'm waiting for the new season of Atlanta, obviously. Right. Uh, I really enjoy iZombie. Um, Orange is the New Black, obviously. Nah, I haven't. Nah, man. I haven't. You're watched, not into that? Nah, like that one season was just so not good that I just I didn't. I don't think care they're coming it. back until the next season. Yeah, I mean, next it's year. Like a once a year thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, Master of None starts. Uh, yeah, Master of None is starts great. like the second week of May. Uh, F is for Family. Yeah. Uh, starts back up on at the end of May. I really like, uh, I really like Blackish. Um, as far as like mainstream network, right, I haven't TV watched it, but I've go. heard it. it's really good. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, they, like keep it too real. Like I see it on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah they keep like, it super super. It's very very self aware. Very you know like uh, current culture relevant. You know so, um, yeah, iZombie I think is the other big thing besides Atlanta. I'm waiting to. Waiting for it to come back on. I think it starts actually this month or next. It might have already started actually, so I might have a couple of episodes built up, which would be great. Right. I love it when I forget about stuff, and then I already have a good cushion of episodes to watch right. rather than just burning through them like an idiot and then <laughs> having to wait a year. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, even like food-wise or like... No, we haven't really done any food reviews or anything yeah. either in this time. We we're were going to, and then we didn't. Yeah, you had all that beef jerky that you ate without me. Yes, kick-ass beef jerky from Cabana Man Dan. So check out kickassbeefjerky.com, I believe is the website. And, did he come and work a show? Is yeah. Is that how he brought it to you? Yeah. That's what I he wrestled Teddy Kang. Teddy, Teddy Kang. Teddy Kang. At a show. Uh, really great match. Uh, yeah, so hopefully he'll be back and he can bring... Uh, some more beef jerky. Yeah, because I need some. I'd, I'd really like to try it. If you're listening, Cabana Man Dan. He listening. probably is. He listens to podcasts. If you're listening, uh, what's his other thing? Bev Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, I told I told him this at the show. Jess marked out when I said that Bev Nerd was coming to the show because she knew him as Bev Nerd first from me watching his food reviews right. and didn't, didn't realize, realize he was a wrestler re- <laughs> until he did like a commercial in his gear. And she's like, wait, he's a wrestler? Uh, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, if there's anything. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Nick Manawa. As always, you can follow me at The Reed Bentley, The Reed Bentley, however you like to say it. We've already plugged our merchandise 
Um, TeamBestDo.com is no longer a website. It's no longer a real thing. It used to be an actual thing, but it's not. You can go to TeamBestDo.com. TeamBestDude.tumblr.com to check out our Tumblr. Uh, That's pretty much it. Uh, IWM Mid-South runs two shows a week. Thursdays in Jeffersonville, Saturdays in Memphis, Indiana. Uh, Usually shows are $12. Sometimes special pricing uh, can occur. And sometimes we do shows uh, on Friday instead of Saturday and yada, yada, yada. So definitely check out at IWM Mid-South on all social media to keep up with shows, especially if you're in the area. No one else uh, in this area is putting on the shows that we're putting on every single week, uh, two times a week. Uh, if you want to send me money, paypal.me slash nickmanua, you can send, it'll send you directly where you need to send money. Uh, I posted a Instagram post the other day, uh, about apparel companies sponsoring me. Uh, that's still open. If you have apparel, anything at all, I uh, want to send it to me to where, where I can promote it on my social media, on this podcast, on future podcasts that are not this podcast, and uh, on other podcasts in my uh, podcast and our podcast network. Right, right. We've you know we've got a decent social media following between the two of us. So I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a few thousand people. You know? Right. I, I I did the did the math, and it was like five thousand one hundred sixty five followers on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Instagram. Obviously, there's going to be some crossovers that it's all the same person. Right. But, you know, that's probably at least. And that's just for you, right? Right, right, right. Numbers, yeah. So um, basically, what we're saying is we're bums and we'll take anything we can get for free, whether it's food or clothing or adulation, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, definitely. uh, If you want to uh, sponsor us or just me, fuck Reed Bentley. Uh, you can do so by hitting me up on yeah, all that social media. Yeah, there's a lot of people who like him and don't like me. I said this yesterday. Uh, you know, he acts, I'm his only friend. He's my only friend. Look, let's be realistic here. People just know him through the internet and think he's nice. I have to deal with the real piece of shit <laughs> live in the flesh, Nick Manawa. But yeah. you're not my only friend. Yeah, I am. Well, besides Jess, she doesn't count. You're married to her. What about the, the boy? Is what about, my cat? what about my cat? The cat is your pet. Those are all like, that's, you know. That yeah, but count. people come to see me. That's not true. People don't even like you that Fat much. Corey came to see me. Yeah, that's because Fat Corey only has to deal with you like every once in a while. I have to deal with you on like a really regular basis. Like, semi-regular, let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I'm forced to compared to other people elect to do it. I'm just, you know, grandfather. People want to be my friend and you're just, you just have to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess that's it, folks, and we will talk to you next time. Check out this commercial from Time Killer Apparel uh, as we go into the end. Welcome to Time Killer Apparel, an all-new apparel line featuring shirts, hats, and adding more by the day to spice up your attire. Have you ever felt like a nice guy and maybe the world isn't just giving back to you because karma is a cunt? Now you can buy a shirt that says karma is a cunt. 
Go to TimeKillerApparel.com for more and check out TimeKillerApparel on Instagram and Facebook at TimeKillerApparel. The fight for change has just begun and because you listen to this podcast, use the code IWA for 10% off your entire order. Again, that's TimeKillerApparel.com.